no, son. That's not the way it is. You kids today are nothing but punks. Sissified. So quick to pick up a gun. This one makes you a man. When I was growing up, this was all the protection we needed. You win some, you lose some. But you live. You live to fight another day. And you think you're a man with that gun in your hand, don't you? I'm a man without it. Put the gun down. Put up your deuce. Now you're a man. The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, it's the South Congress podcast, episode 87. My name is Cameron. And I'm Peanut. <laughs> With the slow moves. Um, all right, so we'll just get right to the business. How was your week, sir? It's all right. Very relaxing. I had Friday off because of the whole uh, that Formula One crap going on out, out there in a circuit of the Americas. <laughs> so we had Friday off, and I haven't done shit this week, and it's pretty awesome. How about you? Close to the same. Um, so if you watched or listened last week, you got to hear me talk about um, like kind of my – Washington Nationals fandom and how it was all coming to a head. So we didn't talk numbers last week. Mm-hmm. So they go into the World Series having won like 17 of 19. They win the first two games of the World Series, which all but guarantees that you're going to win the World Series, right? Yeah. So I'm hyped. I get to dog all my Houston friends and their sports elitism and their stupid highways and their dumb weather. But I get to like really get to them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Then they win three straight in D.C. And I'm like, Lord, why ha- why hast thou forsaken me? Why? Like, what did I do? All I did was slander James Harden for a million years, agree that Kelvin Cato should give his money back, and, you know, that's about- and support Swisher House. That's all I did. So... That's yeah. That's God punishing you for being a thought. Tuesday night, I go to see Countdown. I go to see the movie Countdown, which is like a PG thirteen horror movie, which is like all the red flags of why I shouldn't see this movie pop up. But it was actually pretty good. Like for a new age horror movie with kind of a silly premise, mm-hmm. it was actually pretty good. The jump okay. scares were good. So, but the whole time I'm in the movie, I'm looking at my phone because nobody can beat me up, right? Like I'll yeah. be, I'll whoop every kid who's ever worked a movie theater kiosk. But I'm like, yeah, there's nobody in the movie anyway. They might have sold like 30 tickets. So I'm checking my phone the whole time, and I'm like, yo, um, it's game six. I'm like, yo, yeah. um, the Nationals are winning. And so the movie lets out at the seventh inning. So the whole time I'm riding home, I'm looking at my phone. Then I get home and watch the end of the game, and they win. I'm like, oh shit, we're going to game seven. So uh, Wednesday comes around. Yeah, I go to Pluckers to watch the game because I was like, I can't go to third base because I'll fight niggas in third base because niggas are rowdy and I respect it, but I have to fight some niggas on my way out in case this game goes wrong. So I'm there and they're losing two to nothing early. Seventh inning, fucking Howie Kendrick, who has been bumming it the whole World Series, uh, brings them up three to two with a double. And so I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Like, the whole time I'm thinking, like, they can't win this. You know, like, you've lost three straight. Um, Even though you got one, Houston's bats, they're crazy. Like, they're going to (sighs) win. They go up three to two. 
Then they're up six to two. And I'm like, oh shit, they're going to win. They're going to win. And then if you follow me on IG or Twitter, like you saw me react. The fucking Nationals on a strikeout win the World Series. That reaction looked like you just nutted. It it felt better. (laughs) Like when you nut, you still got to call her Uber. Like this was great. I didn't call nobody Uber. Uber. First of all. You are not one to speak about people calling their own Uber. Oh, yeah. You know the drill. I know. But no, it was it's really euphoric. Like it, yeah. it feels great to and again, like you've, you know, you've been a Cowboys fan and you were like a kid when they won. Me, um, a Washington football fan, a kid when they won. Both of us, Spurs fans, they won the title three times when we were in college. And they won, you know, 2014. So we know that feeling, you know oh, what yeah, I mean. Absolutely, yeah. But for like a baseball franchise who's never been there, who's even though they're um, you know a moved franchise from the Expos, they're essentially a new team. Like for me to see their first big moment to like this, it's amazing. All right, and I just want to say to all our loyal and lovely listeners from Houston, fuck y'all, <laughs> fuck the Astros, fuck Beltway Eight. Fuck Yao Ming. Uh, who else we got? Fuck Bobby Sura. Katino Mobley. Katino Mobley was fucking old girl from Sex in the City. I gotta show him some love. Which one? Fuck whoever stole uh, sold Steve Francis that dope. Fuck Beltway 8. Fuck uh, Slab Mixtapes. <laughs> Nigga, fuck every Lou Hawk verse. Don't tell Lou Hawk I said that, though. I don't want them problems. Um... Yeah, he, he really kills niggas. So, that was uh, pretty much my week. Um, outside of that, you know, I got Comic-Con coming up this week. We got your birthday coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this should be a good weekend coming up. But enough about the kids and their personal business. Oh, where, where do you want to start? Because um, I know where I want to start. I don't, I don't, it don't matter to me. I just get the ball rolling. John Witherspoon passed oh, away yeah. this week. Um, shit. please stop touching the desk, by the way. I can hear that on the mic. Um, <laughs> John Witherspoon passed away at the age of 77. Um, out of nowhere too. Well, I don't, when you're 77, I don't know if it's out of nowhere. Well, did he have any major health problems or anything that anybody knew about or? Again, like yeah. I know, but when you're 77, I'm kind of like. Natural causes, and, and I've yeah. said I've said this on the show before. Like when somebody of an advanced age passes away, I don't necessarily like I don't get sad because I feel like that's the natural progression of things. Yeah, true. Now, I, I, again, I can't speak to his family, and I wouldn't try to. I'm not going to tell anybody else how to feel about something like this. Just how I feel. I'm just kind of like you know this this was this was what the path was. You know what I mean? Um, my favorite movie. If you listen to this show. Is Friday After Next. Is it the best movie ever made? Hell no. It's not in the top 1,000 movies ever produced. <laughs> but it brings me joy. And he's a real essential part of that. Um, you know, I can talk about John Witherspoon movies all day, and I'm about to. But what are your fondest and favorite memories of him as actor, comedian, character? What do you have? I mean, it's, uh, it's crazy. Like, you know... I guess once, like, you know, many years ago, I, I didn't realize that he was, like, really tight with, like, uh, like Paul Mooney and Richard Pryor and all them. Like, they were all, like, mm-hmm. can you, if, like just imagine, like, well, shit, you know, they would do, like, a, I mean, I don't even, I mean, obviously, like I said, they would do, like, a comic special together. Like, that shit would have been funny. But, you know, just ha- seeing them on that, the Waynes Brothers, uh, Hell on Black Jesus, mm-hmm. the bum, yeah. you know, the, 
the the opening episode where uh, where he finds she's like and uh, I got I got some compassion and love get up on that ain't no one want none of that shit like that should have me rolling like kind of thing we did that I mean I, I mean there's just you know like I said just just a good dude overall like you know just funny but really just gold to everything he touches. Yeah, I mean, my I'm I'm there with you again. Us being the same age, you know, Wayne's brothers pops yeah. is a big character to me. Granddad on the Boondocks, Absolutely. Um, of course. Um, That's not gonna affect the new Boondocks, right? I don't know if they if they finished it. Um, of course, Willie Jones from the Friday series. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember his. Okay, so it in preparing for this, I listened to one of his interviews, and did you know that? Um, all his words on Boomerang were ad-libbed and freestyled. Really? None of that was a script. They told him, hey, we're doing a movie. We want you to come in. Say what you want. And so, and go to wardrobe and pick out what you want. So he found that suit with the mushroom lining and thought it would be hilarious. And that's and he came up with on the spot. You got to coordinate. Like that was all him. And so from that, talking about, I heard you was pussy whooped at the firm. Like that's all him. Just getting a feel of what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then like freestyling from there. So, you know, John Witherspoon is one of those enduring characters who, I mean, I think we would classify him as a character actor. But... That character had so many layers, man. He was so good. Oh, yeah. um, Vampire in Brooklyn, a huge standout there. When he was, he worked on the dock with Kadeem Hardison, but like he's also like the landlord. It's just, it's unfortunate to see you know such a good artist pass. You know, I, that Dolomite movie just came out um, with Eddie Murphy playing oh, Rudy Raymore. Yeah. yeah, and. Um, I still need to get around to seeing that. I think we're going to close this show with a Dolomite impression it, it, to, to honor all these gone black comedians. But we'll see. But yeah, John Witherspoon, rest in peace. Um, you brought us so much joy and your work is timeless. And, and I think that being able to say that about somebody says everything. Like That's never going to get old. Oh, he yeah, was a one-of-one. One. You'll be able to watch that till the end of time. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, even my mom texts me to, to let me know. Mm-hmm. And I mean... She she's not really up to date with anything, mm-hmm. and she was even like, "Oh shit, John Witherspoon was dead," and I was like, "Yeah, it was pretty fucked up." I'm an advocate of us having less guns, just as an American population. Yeah. With that, I have three things to say: mm-hmm. bang, bang, bang. Okay, so um, a little bit of. Just personal information, because if I didn't talk about it, I would feel like I'm not doing the art that I appreciate uh, its proper due. Mm-hmm. Watchmen, the television show. Holy shit. Now, you're not a comic book guy. Um, we've established that a million times on this show. Watchmen um, came out in the 80s. It's a book about a society. It's like an alternate uh, America where Ronald Reagan becomes president for life. Um, there are costumed vigilantes, not superheroes. Like nobody has powers, right? This one doctor gets into this crazy accident to where he becomes basically on omniscient, super strong, can disintegrate you with a blast, can create a million of himself, can travel to the moon, Mars, like all that, right? So there's a murder that happens for one of the old superheroes. And it turns out to be this really big conspiracy about one of those. uh, And they do outlaw superheroes at one point, right? 
one of the former ones who was like the smartest man on earth, came up with this conspiracy on how he could basically destroy apathy in the world by causing a catastrophic event where thousands of people die. The best part about the story, again, you as somebody who's not into superhero stuff, he tells them there are, he tells like the heroes his whole plan, right? And then when they ask him about it, and somebody's going to kill me for not getting the right thing at the right time. Somebody kills him about it. And they're like, yo, we're going to stop you. He's like, what are you, crazy? You think I would tell you the whole story so that you could stop it? I said it in motion 17 minutes ago. So it's fucking amazing, right? And in the comic, there's like this giant would-be makeshift alien that kills thousands of people. In the movie, there's like this big ball of energy, some dumb shit, right? So I, I told you the plot. They did a TV series on it, which is set after all those events. So it's still alternate America. One day, the clan or a makeshift version of the clan found out who all the police officers were, went to their homes and tried to kill them all. They call it White Knight. Wow. And they set it in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the same place where they had uh, Black Wall Street. Right, yeah. The first scene in the television show uh-huh. is Black Wall Street being destroyed by the Klan. It's fucking amazing, like, and it's like shot like super, you know, surreal and stylish. So mm-hmm. niggas are dying, and they kind of set up a Superman scene where one kid actually gets away. Um, but yeah, so you fast forward to current times, and they talk about White Knight, where the Klan basically found all the cops and went to go kill them. And now they're trying to do it again. And this is all set up against a world where all these warring factions are trying to save and destroy the world. It's fucking amazing. And it's so much better than the movie because the movie was like a shot for shot version of the book. Everything can't be recreated. Like think about the nastiest thing that you read before porn 2.0. When they used to type out stories and you were like, oh shit, that's lit. You had to picture it in your head. And then you saw the actual <laughs> movie and you were like, this is garbage. Essentially that. Um, but this show is smart because we're going to take the source material and use that as the backdrop for this actual shit that's happening. How does this relate to everything? Who's the main character? I don't know who is. Riley and Huey. Regina King. And oh, she's nice. fucking okay. killing it as like the the big top cop superhero. Yeah. Did you ever watch uh, that episode of Black Mirror, the Fighting Vipers episode? Remember the ones where the, where the guys were having sex but not having sex? I don't think I actually ever got around to watching it. I know we it. talked about it. Yeah, we One talked. of the guys plays her husband on that show. Oh. But he's not playing Fighting Vipers anymore. He's just a husband. Oh. But yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, if you have not peeped Watchmen yet, I hope I gave you a pretty firm description on what it is. Please go look at that because it's really good. Support Incel Hollywood. I don't know. I'm just talking shit. Beto O'Rourke. Eek. Talk about your man. He didn't belong in there to begin with in the first place. Yeah, drops out of the presidential race. Um, I think that he shot... Nice guy, but... Yeah, just, I, I think he shot too far. He shot himself in the foot. Zing. How did he shoot himself in the foot? Uh, That bullshit-ass plan of going door-to-door and taking everybody's AR hat shang and happen. Number one, that would take years... Number two, the majority, not not all, but a good majority of like, you know, the whole 
you ain't getting my, you know, you have to take it from my cold, dead hands type shit. Those motherfuckers, they're going to cut, they're going to do their best to cut you down. Different type of energy. Yeah. That you need to yeah. come with that. And he has not shown that. And it's not a knock to him, but you got to have some real big dick energy to, yeah. to like, I'm coming to your house to take your shit. Who you think you are? Ice? Like, yeah, you got to really, you know. It's a different level. Yeah. Um, I mean, my biggest thing was I think he was a great idea. I think he was a real forward thinker. But, like, I think JFK was, like, the same thing. But JFK had moonshine money behind him. <laughs> you feel yeah. me? Like, like generational <laughs> illegal dope money behind him to make his dreams come true. You know what I mean? I, I just think you have to have a bigger financial footprint in order to enact the type of change you were talking about. Mm-hmm. I think him getting out of the race is good for the people we need in the race. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he should have ran for Senate, man. Yeah, I'd say he, he should do another thing of that, have another the guy with Ted, with Ted Cruz. I think he can get him this time. I mean, people are starting to realize that Ted Cruz is full of shit. Have I called Ted Cruz a bitch today? Mm, not today. Okay. I called him one yesterday. All right. I just want to establish that Ted Cruz um, is like, he's one of my three least, least favorite people. Like, it's like him, oh, no, he's pussy. Larry Dallas, and probably the devil. It's probably those three. Uh, the devil's all right once you actually get to know him. <laughs> he's not such a bad guy. I am Beezlebub. Um <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I just think, you know, he was shooting too high. I think he should have he should have paced it. He should. But that's. <laughs> he, he, had a, he had a nice idea, but he just didn't have anything mm-hmm. behind it. Like, he's like one of those people that's like, yeah, we're going to do this or whatever, but. There's no real concrete plan of how to do it. White folks refuse to fill out their resumes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about it. Okay. One of my favorite people on Twitter and social media and the torch, and one of my favorite people in general is my man Brian Austin. Brian Austin tweeted the both of us um, about this uh, this concept, this oh, movement, yeah. this iteration that is no nut. November. So I feel like we should just read it off to the audience so that they know exactly what we're dealing with. Just beat it off. Here's what No Nut November consists of You cannot have sex, masturbate, or nut in any way, shape, or form. Watching pornography and having boners are allowed, but you can't nut. You are only allowed one wet dream. If you have more than one, then consider yourself out. You do not have three strikes. You only have one shot at it. If you miss, you're out. If you have passed the month with a total of zero nuts, you are a victor and shall qualify for Destroy Dick December. Not recommended. That's in parentheses. Not recommended. Look, man, just don't nut for 30 days. What kind of zero hose insult came up with this shit? Why the fuck would you do that? What's the benefit? What are the goals? The, goal, like, the, the goals for that is to, for the dumbasses that actually do follow it. The people that came up with that shit are going to try and go back door and get the hose. Do you know how bad you would actually treat the people around you? <laughs> if you could nut for a month? I, I was out yesterday as of 8.32 a.m., man. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm really glad that Nats won the World Series on the 30th. Because <laughs> boy, oh boy, 
It could have been a problem. No, I, I just think like this is one of those fun internet things. It isn't actually fun when you think about it. Because why would I deprive myself of something that makes me treat other people decently? Exactly. <laughs> why, would I, why would I cheat you guys out of a decent existence? Um, but thank you, Brian, for bringing this to our attention mm-hmm. so that we could talk about how terrible the world is. I mean, it's like, like in the group chat. Imagine it would be like you were keeping like a graphic chart of like your homie's nut and shit. Like you had a Fitbit, but it was for a nut. Like, hey, bro, I saw you got your steps in. What's good? No, none of that, please. Um, Is this the point on the show where we talk about WWE? Like, I know I don't mean to make this like a thing because I already spend hours on end every week talking about WWE. I feel like this is one of those situations that we really have to discuss, though. So WWE, yeah, the side of it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they have a, um, yeah. and we, we won't even really talk about the ACH stuff because um, you guys can just go to pwtorch.com um, and, and listen to myself and Wade Keller really break down the uh, the Jordan Miles ACH T-shirt racism situation again. pwtorch.com. That's all covered over there. Okay, mm-hmm. but let's talk about Crown Jewel. Let's talk about Saudi Arabia. So WWE signed a ten-year, three-sixty. A 10-year indigenous servitude contract where Saudi Arabia gives them an obscene amount of money to put on shows and to say nice things about them, right? So this is year three, technically, of that. Yeah. Uh, Because the first show was right. It was the month after WrestleMania in New Orleans that I went to. Okay. So they do the show Thursday on Halloween. Um. They get Tyson Fury to go. They get Cain Velasquez to go. And they actually have the first ever women's wrestling match in Saudi Arabia. Well, you know, composed in front of the public. Like, I'm sure them dirty-ass criminals um, have definitely had women's mud wrestling where nobody can see. But, you know, appearances, right? right, Guys, I want to make it really clear. Um, As somebody who thought it was disgusting how Americans treated Colin Kaepernick, um, to me, that is patriotism. And to me, WWE or any other company getting into bed with the people that we suspect of financing 9-11, it's fucking disgusting. Um, and, the, and the sad part is they'll never see it that way. They see it as a business deal. Yeah, I... I gross. I, I know, and... and genuinely let's not even talk about the people in charge i'm talking about like if whatever you want to do for entertainment is fine with me Mm -hmm. but i need you to understand i don't understand okay so like if you want to watch like a show like that like there's so much other wrestling you can watch to me if there were ever a time to turn your times off if you consider yourself a patriot if you're one of those people who is like America first, and if you're one of those people who are like, well, Colin Kaepernick shouldn't kneel for the flag, your ass should not be watching Saudi Arabian television. It's just how I feel. Okay? So let's get that out of the way. That's done. Mm-hmm. First ever women's match. Yo, did, you, did I show you the picture? No. Natalia and uh, Lacey Evans was in tall tees. <laughs> they had to wear tall tees over their wrestling gear because they can't show their bodies. Like, even though these are married women, you know, like, and, and WWE has this idea, like. Why we, would they agree to that? A lot of people want to be first. A lot of people want an additional payday. 
And I'll say that too, even though I don't agree with it. There's a lot of people, not, you know, now chill out. There's a lot of people you know who take money from people they shouldn't because they got kids to feed. A lot of people work for a lot of bullshit-ass companies. Like, on that same line, we could say nobody should work for Walmart. Nobody should work for Amazon. Like, I, so I, you guys can't see Peanut's face. So I saw his face change, but I get it. But I'm also saying, like, like The Undertaker, for example, right? The Undertaker, who wears these I stand for the flag shirts and shit, uh-huh. him taking money from Saudi Arabia is gross. Him specifically. Because you said you feel one way, but you're going against your patriotism directly. Okay? Like, The Rock has never been to Saudi Arabia. Republican he may be. You'll never see him over there because he knows that'll fuck up the bag. Daniel Bryan doesn't go. Uh, John Cena does not go. Kevin Owens doesn't go. Um, And Kevin Owens probably doesn't go out of solidarity for Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn doesn't go because he's an ethnic Syrian. You feel me? So, like, there are people who, they claim these beliefs and they clearly abide by them. Now, Ricochet and them, like, people trying to get on, like, I'm not mad at them for, for doing it. But again, don't say, like, oh, America first and America overall, I'm going to have a flag on my back, and then go do that bullshit. Like, I don't know. If your boss right now, because you work for a school, mm-hmm. your boss right now said, hey, today I'm going to have you wrap yourself in the American flag and do a barrel roll or you're fired. What are you going to do? I'm just going to say, fuck it, I'm fired. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would too, but, you know. I mean, because... I'll just go sell dope. I have enough skills that I can go find something else. I'm actually kind of useful, so... That's unfair, because you can wrestle anywhere. True, <laughs> that's, but, that's, but that's you don't have fair. to wrestle either. You can definitely do something that's an actual skill that's actually useful. That's an actual... Entertainment's a skill. Stop it. Uh, football... Is football a skill? You coach football! I mean, yes and no. No, when you... you do for entertainment purposes, I mean, it's not really at that point. It's literally... It's not for entertainment purposes in middle school or in high school? Mm-mm. What's it for? To win. To win what? Try and win state. That's the whole goal. Like, so we, it's not to okay. So winning state. We, I, we we don't do that shit for the fans. I'm not talking they, about they, they why they you do it. No, I'm just saying. I'm not talking about why you do it. No, nobody does it for fans. Like there could literally be no people in those stands. But would they play the game if there were no people in the stands? Absolutely. Why? Because your the goal is to win state. The goal is not to. You're to, listen. It's to, to appease people. The goal is to win state. If athletics did not generate money. It oh, would yeah, not be athletics. Yeah, like so, let's be real. That's like true. it's inter- yeah. like, and again, I'm not disputing. It, it works the fact, hand in hand, but the, but what? The, the high school players don't do it for the fans. They do it. They to do win. it. They, do, well, it for they do it for free. They you, do it for themselves. But you do it for money. No, I do it to try <laughs> win. Okay, I, I do it to win. So I'm I not saying you don't want to win. Yeah. I'm saying you would not put in the same amount of hours if they told you to win for free. Sure, if that if it's what I really felt about. I, absolutely I f- would. I feel like. I understand where you're coming from, but you should not. I'm just not, wired a little bit different than everybody. That's you, the thing. But you shouldn't disparage people from no, their I'm, jobs. I'm not, I'm not disparaging anybody from anything. I'm just saying like. What are you saying? Knowing what we know about Saudi Arabia. Knowing what we know, the bullshit behind mm-hmm. that deal. Knowing what mm-hmm. we know. Everybody doesn't about, have power in their job though. Like, no, no, I'm not, I, I'm not I understand, that. I understand that. No, no. Yeah. Just, what I'm saying is. I mean, look. There's another company that's kind of that's gaining steam, mm-hmm. and if you decide, you know what, I don't, I don't want to go to Saudi Arabia, 
And if there's a certain, you know, a certain um, person that probably commits treason mm-hmm. every day that runs WWE mm-hmm. and said, hey, if you don't go, you're done. You can easily just get in the middle finger and just be like, yo, Cody Rhodes, what's up? And I'm pretty sure Cody Rhodes obliged and be like, yeah, come on. Who did Tony Khan, the president of AEW, vote for in the presidential election? No idea. I'm pretty sure probably. Donald Trump. Yeah. Who do Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes, Texas natives, support in the Senate? Ted Cruz. Cruz. Who do the Young Bucks support as their president? Donald Trump. Up until Sandy Hook. Like, I, I hear what you're saying, but yeah. you're still working for white people in charge. The difference with these white people is they don't have the same amount of pool or money. But I hope this whole thing was clear. Like, you can't just say that, though. You, I've, you've said that on multiple podcasts. Why not just go find another job? That's so Republican of you. No, it's not, it's not so much Peanut that. Peanut Shapiro. Just, no, it's just that I personally, like, if... if Let's say if, if I was like, I guess, a big name in WWE, mm-hmm. and if you're trying to tell me to go to Saudi Arabia, I'm saying, fuck you, I ain't going over there. And if they're going to say, you're fired, okay, bye, yeah. see you later. Well, but that's the thing. I don't know if they say <clears throat> you were fired. I, I, I don't think everybody feels as strongly about... I'm pretty sure McMahon told him, hey, do this or you get fired because he's arrogant enough to do that. Well, he's that kind of person. Okay, so, so let's use that point to get to the larger point. Because okay. here's what happened. Yeah. Show goes off just fine, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, there are problems at the airport. What happened? So they said it was a fuel issue. Then they get the wrestlers on the plane, and they say it's a mechanical issue. By this time, Vince, I think Paul Heyman was there, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, um, Brock Lesnar, they're all able to, uh, to secure private flight out of the country, right? Majority of the crew is still there. Really? Stuck there for an extra day. Told to go back to the hotel, order what you want, but everything's just fine. Do you know what happened? What happened? So, <laughs> Vince went to one of the princes and was like, hey, um, you didn't pay me yet. Where's my money? And the prince was like, dog, are you barking on me about money? He's like, yeah, I'm barking on you about money. Where's my money? He's like... I ain't got your money right now. So Vince, in a huff, leaves with some of the top talent and leaves the majority of his roster stranded. So the roster we just said, that's a get-along roster. Um, And again, I don't know most of their political affiliate. Well, actually, most of them are pretty liberal. Mm -hmm. The reason that I know um, Big Cass, who they had under contract for a long time, was a pretty staunch Trump supporter. To the point where he annoyed most of the other roster. To where he was gone, nobody missed him. Right? Mm -hmm. So most of them are fairly liberal. And you think about it. A lot of them don't come from money at this point. Um, A lot of them are minorities. um, A substantial amount. A larger amount of women than they've ever had. But yeah, they, they go along to get along. And Vince throws a huff and leaves them stranded. In what I consider a hostile nation. Yeah, they're all home their lives now. Were, their lives would have been in danger. Lot, and they were tweeting. They were like, "Yo, this is crazy. Yo, what's going on?" People tweeting, "Never but again." Judge, say it. I'm listening. That's how you go along with Vince McMahon's bullshit. You deserve that shit. I, Fuck I, that. I won't even say Vince McMahon. I, that's what happens when the people in charge have an agenda that is not 
to the best of your interest. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, I've never heard anybody getting double or triple pay for going on that trip. You feel me? Yep. Like nobody's getting like wild bonuses. Tyson Fury got a check. He got $30 million. $30 million. Tyson Fury will never make that much for a fight. No. Uh, I can imagine what Cain Velasquez got. I can imagine what Brock Lesnar got. Hulk Hogan probably got the biggest payday since he's retired. Same thing for Ric Flair. But, you know, the regular wrestlers? Mm-mm. And as much as I disagree with you, I do agree with the idea that some people want to be down so bad that they will go along with things they would not do. Um, and it's not just wrestling. Like, it, you talk about AEW. Have you watched an AEW match? Have you seen the bullshit they do off these ladders? It's just as dangerous. They put on some wild shit. Um, but so it's not me saying one company over another company. Yeah. But wrestling specifically, a lot of people do go along with things that they think are either a part of the art or will end up making them the next John Cena. It's kind of wild. Know, wrestling was so much simpler back then when it was just gimmicks and. You know, people, the wrestlers put on a show mm-hmm. when the show was on, and when the cameras were off, they went to their normal fucking lives. When they were just dying from steroids and cocaine. Oh, I'm sure that still happened. <laughs> I mean, no, not to the clip. No, when you liked wrestling, they're all dead. <laughs> not all of them. There's who, still some around. Who's alive? Um, uh, Steamboat. He's still Have alive. you seen Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? He almost died. He's old. No, he almost died because he got back in the ring for a match. Well, that's his fault. He's old as fuck. Why is so, he in the ring? Because of the mentality he got from the 80s. Who else? Let's see. <laughs> the Bushwhackers? Okay. Billy Gunn? Bill, Billy Gunn just lost his job in WWE a year ago because that's he was fine. still doing steroids. He looks swole as fuck. Yeah, that's what happens when you do steroids. So no, I, I wouldn't. I, like like the thing about wrestling, I wouldn't be like this generation, my generation. These no, kids are gonna good. live longer as long as Vince McMahon doesn't send them back to Saudi Arabia. True. Oh man, I, w- I wouldn't like, be surprised if. Why the hell would you go over there? Fuck that. Yeah, because it's a lie. The idea that they're there to affect change is a flat out no, lie. It's, it's all bullshit. It's yeah. all to make Saudi Arabia look good and to get Vince, a check. And Vince McMahon is definitely selling selling the American soul to the devil at that point. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, um, it's just a- everything that he stands for, he's literally wiped with his ass. I, it, and it's hilarious. I wish I could disparage your comments. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about white people in charge messing things up. Yeah. Dead spin. Oh, yeah. Now, well, first of all, I want to tell you, mm-hmm. you almost gave my work computer AIDS. Good. Whatever total sports site bullshit you look at, mm-hmm. have you tried to put this on a desktop? <laughs> <laughs> I clicked on a link one time. Your computer needs an oatmeal bath. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, whoa. But no, um, so, you know, Deadspin is one of these sports sites that's mm-hmm. kind of the anti-ESPN. Yeah. They've always been very firm and very direct in their points. Um, they actually broke, um, the, uh, what's your man's name? We played for Dallas for a year. Hardy. Greg Hardy. They broke the Greg Hardy story. So I I would say at least in modern times, like that's their claim to fame. 
they broke the story of him and his domestic violence, right? Mm. So, something you want to say? No. Okay. You are on one. You got a haircut, and now you don't know how to act. <laughs> it's Greg Hardy. Who gives a fuck about Greg Hardy? So, Deadspin gets new owners. Okay. The new owners come out, and they say, hey, guys, um, you've been doing a great job, but guess what? No more politically slanted commentary. We want you to stick to sports. The Deadspin staff responded by quitting. And I don't mean like an editor-in-chief quit. They all quit. So where the last man who had to deal with being called a scab on the internet all day finally quit. So yeah, um, Deadspin has no writers. Are you going to go work for Deadspin now? Mm, for the right amount of money, absolutely. <laughs> you are foolish. <laughs> See? <laughs> no, hell no. Anti-American as hell. But no, um, yeah, so, you know, journalism. Mm-hmm. We, we live in a society now where people live to discredit the newspapers. Mm-hmm. They live to discredit reporters. They live to discredit the internet. Because um, it's the popular thing to do, to say that newspapers and TV shows and documentaries are out to give false information. Mm-hmm. You know, journalists don't have guns. They don't have body armor. Um, they go into a lot of situations. The real ones do. With <laughs> They go into a lot of situations with no protection and get very little, if any, credit for it ever. So I really applaud these men and women who... Well, I know in the, in the 60s, they were, Dan rather all the motherfuckers were in Vietnam, like, in the trenches and shit. Well, I mean, dog, people go to fucking Iraq right now. They, they, they in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but they like miles and miles away from the actual... Nigga, we have, I've seen, we have war reporters, dog. Like, they're in the like, in the mix. Like nigga, Dan, Dan rather in a fucking foxhole Dan and shit. Dan rather was not in a foxhole. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was. Motherfuckers in a foxhole and shit. Wow. Um, I think that's the title for this week's episode. Dan Rather was in a foxhole. Um, <laughs> he's still talking his shit yeah. today. Yeah. But, um, no, he no. can. He's, he's been in the yeah. shit, man. I, I applaud them for taking a stance on this. I hope they all fly, find gainful employment. Um, they will. Yeah, because standing up to... And here's what pisses me off about it. Mm-hmm. You know who's always telling you to stick to sports? The people who made their money by not sticking to sports. The people who made their money manipulating people and markets and ideals to get all their money. That's they want to play the middle. They want to play at the center. Yeah. Uh that's true. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what I got. Like I there's nothing else. Um, okay. So enough on that. You wanna talk about the Washington football team real quick? Yeah. Trent Williams is about to come back off of AR, tried on his helmet and said he had discomfort. Turns out, <laughs> Trent Williams almost died from cancer six years ago. Holy shit. Um, had like a tumor in his head or like a growth in his head. And the Washington uh, training staff told him it was no big deal. <laughs> it could have been dead, dog. Trent Williams is for sure going to the Hall of Fame. One of the best modern offensive linemen. Has p- played through bullshit after bullshit after bad decision after bad play after bad teammate after poor quarterback after poor after- draft after a horrible, horrible owner. Yes, I was about to say that. Yeah, what a piece of shit he is. And damn near died. Um, Dan Snyder should be removed immediately. Washington should give him all the money they owe him and let him go do what the fuck he wants to do. Snyder needs to stay away from football the rest of his life. Oh, my God. He needs to just go and die. Yeah. Um, So you didn't want to talk about Bad Baby and Wolvicky. No. 
I, I just want to say this really quick. Imagine you being like a super talented producer spending like you've seen me. I will lock myself in a room for hours and hours and hours to edit (laughs) to edit a 45 minute video Mm -hmm. for us. Yeah. You know, so our friends can think we work hard. Right. Yeah. I'll lock myself in a room for a day to produce something for 45 minutes because of the amount of pride I have in this thing that we do. Imagine you being a music producer and locking yourself like Kanye, lock yourself in a room doing five beats a day for three summers, right? Okay. Only to have two white adolescent female women fight in your studio while yelling cuss words in black vernacular at each other. I'll stomp both of them out. Like, they, Bad Baby and Wolf Vicky got into an altercation and were just fighting on the couch and niggas were surrounding them trying to figure out what to do. I've never felt so bad. I've felt this bad for black people since segregated water fountains. Because, <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, that's the summation of your life. We well, you can't beat up. Pull them aside. Stop them out. Kick them the fuck out. I wouldn't touch them. Like, you have to let that go. I mean, I'm sure they smell like Funyuns and shit, but come on, man. <sighs> we're just in a time where young white girls have... A strong voice in the rap game. Yeah, but white but white people don't like them. So they'd be okay. They would have pulled them off and thrown them out. <laughs> right, no, okay. You say that. As soon as, out of context, as soon as they see a black man being aggressive towards a white woman, here comes Tommy Loren. Fuck her. <laughs> is, is this what the rap game has come to? We're just attacking young women? Look at these hoodlums. That's what she sounds like, I'm sure. I don't remember her voice, just, but I feel like just... it sounds like that. Pull up roll tweets from like five, six years ago. What you have for breakfast? Um, I think I had Burger King. What did you have? Oh, uh, bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. How was it? It's pretty good. So it wasn't a dry pancake? No. It wasn't hard bacon? No. It wasn't yesterday's eggs? No. So why does Burger King love you more than Kanye loves his fans? Because Kanye is a hustler because kanye doesn't care about poor people <laughs> like like speak on it tell me what you saw i i, I saw firefest 2.0 I, I saw a person who your your typical uh person who's a big name who's using who's taking advantage of something that is you know very sacred to other people like god and spinning it to his advantage and taking advantage of people that's that's what I see, and you know that's what I'm saying. Like that that's why. And again, I, I'm not anti-religious. I'm not anti-anything. I'm just anti-people who will hide behind God's skirt and try and you know pull the um, you know basically pull the wool over everybody's eyes. That I hate because there's a lot of people that are weak, that are poor, that actually do need some help, and they're getting bamboozled. I don't like that shit. I don't like that at all. That's what I'm against. And he's clearly bamboozling everybody out here. And people are... But you know, I don't feel bad for those people because they're stupid enough to actually go to anything Kanye affiliated. That's their fault. Hey, fuck that nigga Kanye, man. Let's talk about... <laughs> I don't got nothing else. I'm like, fuck that nigga Kanye, man. Oh. Um, oh, never mind. Okay. No, I was just going to say... Uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say that... I kind of need to watch what I say because, uh, again, we did, we, or I received a complaint that um, from an awesome person 
that we need. I need. You to be say very... too. You cuss too much. And you don't. When I do it, clearly it comes across as more natural. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I, I nobody told me to stop cussing. No one's gonna tell you to, to do shit. The only thing they're gonna tell you to stop is to stop being so flexy and sexy. That's it. You got a point. Mm-hmm. So this week coming up, um, of course, South Congress Monday. Demon Dust Tuesday. These niggas finally have a show to talk about because the show's finally dropped. Niggas been pontificating for three weeks. Um, Wednesday, another goose down. Uh, it was good to be back doing that. Um, we we didn't even talk about our Halloween, but I don't think we need to. No, it, it was very. Yeah. You yeah. know, no, I am mad at you though. I'm mad at you and Shadow. I should have, I should have punted y'all the way that guy got punted. Why? I don't know what happened. I'll explain why. I was drinking. Yes, I know. <laughs> and it. every single time, at least three quarters <laughs> from when we've met. All right. From when the entro days, going back to entro, going back to Planeta, right. going back to all that, at yeah. least three quarters of your pools has been me nudging you on the shoulder saying, hey, she's checking you out kind of thing. Yeah. Making you aware. Okay. Nobody made me aware that Great Value Doja Cat was really into me and was checking me out. Was, and he walked by me. Why are you mad at me? That's, that's his shit, man. You should be like, hey, nigga, right there. Nigga, I was drunk. I don't, <laughs> I've been drunk so many times, too, and I'm like, hey, Cam, look. That wasn't me. That sucks. So. <laughs> God damn it. His issue's kind of tough. Yeah. Um, nah, that, that's an understatement. SK Monday, mm-hmm. Demon Dust Tuesday, Goose Down Wednesday. What's the fun in that Thursday? So, this weekend is interesting. It's Comic-Con weekend coming up, right? Mm -hmm. Comic-Con is Friday through Sunday. Your man Peanut's birthday is this weekend. Sunday. Um, So, that's going to be on Sunday. So, you guys know. You already know the vibes. I'm taking off Monday, by the way. Good. So, you know. You know the vibes. Oh, yeah. Um, What's your your PayPal? Because it's your birthday. Um, We have a lot of listeners to this show. And so if they want to contribute to you having a really good time on your birthday, mm-hmm. we should give them the information to where they can do that. Let me see. Let me find it. Hold on. I have to talk while you're looking for it. Um, what else can I talk about? Oh. Oh, he has it. It's IT1005. That's me. It's on PayPal? Mm-hmm. Right there. IT1005. Yep, that's also my uh, PSN uh, gamer tag. Niggas, anybody trying to play video games right now? Y'all trying to some play some GTA, y'all <laughs> trying to play some ESO, you know, some actual decent quality games. I just got me a Mach 2 oppressor. I'm ready to group the fuck out of people, so if let's you make it happen. Contribute, you can join Chupa Vedica. If you want to contribute to your man's um, Haney intake for his birthday weekend, mm-hmm. drop that one more time for him. IT1005. There it is. Guys, this has been the South Congress Podcast, episode 87. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Um, If you leave us anything less than that, we'll know. And I'll find you. And we will find you. We have a special set of skills. It's called Google. (laughs) This is South Congress Podcast, (laughs) episode 87, RIP John Witherspoon. My name is Cameron. And I'm Isaiah. And we're out. Bye. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discuss? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.